BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I told people the stories of when I got in a... When, when I was lost in like making dumb decisions, got in a car accident, it's 100% my fault. Nah. Broke my neck, collapsed lung. Like I, I, I told him when I fired my job. I told everybody I fired my job in real time. They seen the, they seen the come up. They people asking me why am I, why am I showing this stuff? Loved ones, why, why are you showing this? Significant others, what are you doing? Nah. Like they, they, but they all saw it. Whereas people, they out here going through their struggles and they day one, two, three, four, and fives, their month one, two, three, four, and fives, and looking at social media and comparing people's year 10, 11, and 12, mm-hmm. and looking at their highlight reel, which actually may not just be a highlight reel no more. It, a lot of that stuff, it, they figured it out. Mm-hmm. But you're not showing your struggles. You're not sharing the, the, because uh, you may not be going hitting no peaks. You're not showing none of the just straight valleys that you hit. Because mm-hmm. you don't want nobody to look at you funny on social media, not realizing that that is what's going to make the people tap in with you. Right. They because there's a resonate. Because there's a whole lot more people that haven't figured it out and they're struggling than a whole bunch than successful people. There's a whole bunch more unsuccessful people, and they're going to get. Uh, they're going to get. Uh, they're going to have a familiarity with the person that's showing their struggle in their process in real time. Oh, who's this? Let right. me see what he's talking about. I don't. I don't really. Man, the dude with the Lambo and the and the the big chain looking like a rapper. He ain't really. I don't really connect. I don't really know, bro. Man. Or or our our community. I don't know, man. He's probably a scammer. I'ma listen to this dude that's that's right here, just talking about what he's doing day to day. In his dining room, standing in front of a whiteboard. Yo, what up? Right now I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, eight-figure entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM. 
But this man is going to teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years. But now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right, getting your time back, and be able to scale and grow your businesses, Ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways, though, Pete, this, I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five, max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all tripping y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do, get in the room. But Birdman, he could, he could come in and get a, he could come in and get a 90-10 split with the deal, with the... Birdman could come in and get a 90-10 split with the record label because he ain't need their money up front. Because mm -hmm. cause I heard him saying, like, what they offered him originally, it didn't make any sense because he was making more than that in the streets. Mm. So he's like, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need the record deal. Yeah. It's like he's making money in the streets and they selling this many records independently already. Yeah, getting to it. Yeah, so then it's like when they gave it to him, they ain't think that they was going to be, cash money was going to be what it turned into. Yeah. Have, have the best run all time. Yeah. And low key, is it still considered... Like, is the run still technically going because of the relationships? Yeah. <laughs> I count it. Like. <laughs> I count it. <laughs> yeah, like, Drake, Nikki, and Wayne are still monsters. If Hove can sit here and claim all these billionaires, oh, yeah, why, can't, sure. why can't Birdman? For sure, for sure. They say he made them $2 billion. Hold claiming Braun. You saying, you saying baby can't claim Wayne, Nikki, and Drake? Hold saying Braun. Braun's a billionaire. Yeah, that's me. He, he comes from the tree. Nah, that's real. But move this camera a little bit. But. Yeah, man, that's the longest run ever. And and as far as just you know, I don't I don't know music business like that outside of being a fan. But I'm I'm willing to bet. I'm pretty sure. And I was watching some other interview. Who was it? Uh, I can't remember who it was, but it, it's like somebody like in music, like somebody like or like, like baby bra or something. Nah, like a like a somebody like an artist, like that oh, everybody okay. would know. Mm -hmm. Like, like babies ran, babies ran laps around everybody as far as the music industry. Mm. Like everybody, mm -hmm. but nobody mentions them with like the moguls and stuff. He's made he's made far more money than anybody in music. Right, 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 right. Like he's like number one. <laughs> like it ain't yeah, even close. Like not even close. 
I wonder if it's because he he's it is just well, I ain't gonna say just, but been mainly music with him. But I'm just saying, but when we talk chill. about but when we talk about the the hip hop moguls, he's never mentioned. And he's made more in in the music than all of them. But we talk about Diddy, we talk about Ho, we talk about shit. Somebody else somebody uh, bring up Ross before they talk about mm-hmm. Birdman. And I'm pretty sure there's some people out there who will be like, bro, so you trying to tell me Birdman got, got more money than Ross? Like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> yes, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> some people would really argue that uh, yes. they see the promised land. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think it I think it's because for one, how you said, yeah, we don't know what he does outside of music, but like, why would you need to go outside of music when he got when he got what he got for so long with a 90-10 split. And and it's because of what he looks like. Oh, the five-star tattoo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, baby got tats all in his face. Tats on his head. Yeah. He got a, a body sleeve. You know what I'm saying? He got the Grill in his mouth, permanent. Yeah, grills in his mouth. He's shining all the time. Oh, that's Versus a, a Diddy, yeah, Diddy shine, but Diddy gonna throw on them suits when it's time to throw on them suits. Mm-hmm. Hove had a whole era of yeah, everybody like freeform dread. Wearing t-shirts and sneakers, hove now. No, there was a time hove was throwing on them suits and buttoning up mm-hmm. and looking the part. Same with all of them. The Birdman just <laughs> leather, leather outfit and lugs. <laughs> Birdman just he's shining with, yeah. with Tony Braxton. I don't know if they still together or not, but. And even that, even even as far as the, but even as far as like the, the baddest chick in the game wearing my chain, like he don't even get credit for the for that. Yeah. Now I don't, I don't think they're together because uh, because I think that was a year or so ago. Tony was saying she she about to go into her, her whole phase or something like that. I think that was last year. Well, well, shout out to her for being that old and deciding to do that, but. <laughs> Cause but, she hadn't done it, like so. She was like, she got it. But I'm, just, but I'm saying, but everybody else though, they get the. We, we applaud them when they, when they get what. In our culture, we aspire. It's like he got, he got the one. Mm-hmm. Hove and B, everybody's. Hey man, that's a big deal. Yeah. Hove flex different in his bars just off of that. When Swiss got Alicia, everybody, what? Hey, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he been za, 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 za. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> like when, when ASAP got, got Rihanna. It's like, or whoever, whoever our legends are. When, when they, when Bobby got, when Bobby got, when Bobby got Whitney. When Diddy had J-Lo, when Bobby had Whitney. It was like, mm. Bobby got Whitney Houston. Mm. 
Yeah. Birdman get Tony Braxton. <laughs> oh, nobody say nothing. Hey, but hold on. But look, though, I'm going to tell you why. Because even when you said it, you ain't even... You ain't even no, I said up. it. I said it for the for the for the message. This is something that I. This is something, and this is a this is a lesson in sales too. You gotta know how to. You gotta know how to tell stories because stories sell. Mm-hmm. And I feel as if I'm a good storyteller. Yeah, no, I, I I give you that. If if you had a profile on LinkedIn, I'll definitely give you a badge for storytelling. <laughs> yeah, so so if I so if I would have been like in Birdman got to, like it wasn't the the message wasn't the got conveyed versus I'm painting the picture of this man's not appreciated. Mm-hmm. Then you deliver the then you deliver the the uh what's the word I'm looking for? You deliver the the punchline. Mm-hmm. It gotta it gotta be like underwhelming, like. And that's something I saw too. With uh, I was listening to Simba. For y'all don't know Simba, go listen to him. Shout out to Simba. His, his album just came out. It's called uh, It's called uh, um, Results Take Time. Results Take Time by Simba. My favorite rapper. My favorite Tap album. Me. I was listening to an interview, and Simba was talking about when he was in the studio with Dr. Dre. He was like, "That's one of the things Dre taught him." Was to to put certain emphasis, a certain emphasis on certain words that he's spitting, mm-hmm. so the story delivers differently. Mm-hmm. So so that's like I don't know the bars off the top of my head because the album just came out, but there's one song where he's like, he's basically saying he gets out the bed and he stumps and stumps my stumps his toe. So it's like mm-hmm. I get out the bed and I stump my toe, versus I get out the bed and I stump my toe. Like you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can like yeah. hear him stumping his toe, mm-hmm. and when he said that, even though I don't listen to Eminem now, you know I love the Marshall Mathers LPs in high regard to me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the reasons why I don't want to listen to no Eminem, just so I can hold <laughs> that like close to me. Yeah, yeah. Right. But when I heard him say that about Dr. Dre, that made me think of how I know of Eminem to deliver. He would put emphasis on certain on certain words and certain songs that he was saying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this must have been what Dre told him back in the day too. Because mm-hmm. cause I remember I was a kid and I was like, dang, I certain curse words would be like, like instead of like, yeah, bitch, it'd be like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was an emphasis on certain curse words where he shouldn't be calling this person the curse word or derogatory word. And then in certain actions he was doing, because I know everybody thinks Eminem just didn't rap about nothing, but some of the album cuts will be having some meaning. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. On them he, joints. He got, I, I, I would, I'm not going to say like the, the most broad range, but. He got one of the most broadest ranges of just like like tapping on both ends of the spectrum, cause he but, he's some crazy like certain like the, like that real strip of the bam and the bam and this and the gam yeah. and this and then he'll he'll go and give you a I am or uh you know something like that. So, but Slim Shady, I mean not Slim Shady, <clears throat> only real Eminem I know is Marshall Mathers LP. That one got some some cuts on there, like he got. Mm-hmm. 
I am. Whatever you say, I, it got mm. that. It got, uh, is I'm Sorry Mama on there? I think so, yeah. I it got, because uh, that was the album I'm trying to like paint, paint like a mental. Where he's outside picture. of the, the little house. Yeah, but I'm saying that was the album after he blew up, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's why. Like, I feel like that's probably his, like, transition album of, like, dealing with, you know what I mean? Dealing with all the stuff for the first time. All the fan. fan Marshall Mathers, Marshall Mathers LP got. Now, we just talking about the joints where he's, like, talking about something and the song got a message versus just rapping about just the dumb stuff and just making yeah. words rhyme. He got Stan. Got mm. the way I... The way I am. Mm. Uh, uh, Marshall Mathers, which is kind of, but he's talking about some stuff in there because it starts mm. off. It starts off so stupid, but the <laughs> he says you might see me walking, you might see me jogging. You might see me walk on the dead rock while a dog with his head chopped off in the park with a oh, spike yeah, collar hollering at him because yeah. the son of a won't quit barking. That is. That but is. the but the whole message of the song is like, hey man, I'm just Marshall Mathers. I'm just a regular mm-hmm. guy. I don't know why all the fussy. But he got some he got some stuff on him. Transition man, he's going through it. That's what that screams to me. He was going through it, dealing with the newfound fame, fandomonium. All that stuff, and he had to rap about it. Yeah, who who knew got some crazy bars in there, but the message of it is like, who knew that Slim Shady would have been something you would have bought? If you would have been in my shoes, who would have thought? Mm-hmm. But so that's the whole album. Dude, I never even thought about that till just now. But that's but that's what I be trying to tell people. Not try. That is what I do tell people. The stories. The stories is what. Is what sells. The stories are why people buy, and nobody wants to tell their stories. Right, right. It's just always buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. Sign up for this, sign up for this, sign up for that. Join, 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 join. Mm-hmm. But the stories get people to buy in. Stories sell. That's why, like I say, like let's use, like yeah, we we need to look at individual people as examples, but so many people that are entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs, they're not looking at at the large, huge brands and corporations as examples either. Because mm. Nike, they don't sell products. Nike sells stories. Yeah. Growing up, I grew up, I grew up as a kid in the 90s. Every Michael Jordan commercial, everybody wanted to be like Mike, and it wasn't because you saw him flying all over the, the TV screen in commercials. A lot of commercials didn't even show the shoes. My favorite joint commercial of all time, bro. He pull up to the arena. He get out of, I, I want to say it's a Ferrari or something. He's in a trench oh, coat. Oh, yeah, talking about, yeah. He's in a trench coat and he's walking. And all I'm saying is he's walking in the arena and down the tunnel. And he's just saying, I, I, I missed this many shots. Mm-hmm. I was giving the ball uh, with to when the game's on the line this yeah. many times and missed, I did, I failed at this, I failed at that, and that's why I succeed. And then the Nike, then the Nike and Jumpman logo come up at the end. Didn't show the shoe one single time. Mm-hmm. 
and even as I got older, it would be a, a he was talking to like a high school team, and it's like, and but it's it's telling the story. Maybe maybe it's my fault. Maybe I made it look too easy. Maybe I didn't show you the countless nights in the gym and just cutting the different stuff or how I got mm-hmm. cut from cut from my high school team as a uh didn't make varsity till when did Jordan start playing varsity? Junior year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanna say junior year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's my fault, blah, blah, blah. I mean it's like, or maybe you're just making excuses and they cut jump man logo. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't like, look how great this shoe is, guys. Right, right. Foam composite, keep it by it. <laughs> yeah. It's like the story says, any Serena, she just retired, right? Mm-hmm. Every Serena commercial throughout history, if you look at it, it's not just, Nike's not just selling whatever is on Serena's body. Any commercial advertising the hood, it's telling a story. You're going to see her in Compton as a little kid with the, yeah. with the beads, a training with her pops and assistant, and it's going to show to her first pro stuff, a first Wimbledon, or this or that, to to mogul, greatest of all time, uh, sets and fashion, sets I, set symbol, fashion icon. Like, it ain't yeah. just, yeah, oh, look, like, at, look at her hit the ball. I feel like if, if I had, like, a Nike rep in the room, I would be like, like, does y'all through line with her determination? Cause it feels like, like, like every time I watch a commercial, it's like her going girl, or like telling, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like she made but it, it but through it's, this. But it's telling the, da-da-da. but it's telling the come up first, and exactly. then you see the end be the ah. Exactly. Any Tiger Woods stuff, they ain't just selling golf, golf clubs and red shirts and black hats with TW in the middle. They showing him training with his pops when he was little, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And then you see the. <laughs> Pause, cause that could look crazy. I know. I I started to do like I had a joke for it, but I was like, nah, we we kind of we kind of nah, rolling a, right now. I ain't. Yeah, wanna... I'm gonna I'm pause it. But but the but the stories but the stories sell. So it's like, say me for instance, like when I people started to gravitate to my story once I started to tell people. I'm no different than you. This is my story. I was working a I was working a, a dead end job that I hated, overworked, sixty plus hours a week. Worst week it ever got was seventy plus hours. Mm-hmm. So I, before that, I was telling people I, I was outside. I used to clean parking lots at night. I was a glorified trash man. Told people about how the I'm throwing I'm getting the uh, trash cans out one one day in front of a strip mall or one night in front of a strip mall. How one of the, the bags was leaking. How how uh, Trash can juice got on my face. Oh, I'm saying I was telling that I was telling the I was telling people the story about how uh, how when I was working my nine to five I would literally get sick to my stomach to the point where I would have to wake up an hour earlier for work just so I could have an extra hour to brush my teeth because I would feel like I was gonna vomit when the toothbrush was in my mouth. I talked about I talked about when I was. Cleaning the parking lot, saving twelve hundred dollars and driving across like people started slept on my best friend's floor, twelve hundred dollars to my name. Like that resonated with people. You think but it's people time to bring it back? Cause no, you got I a say bunch it. of new people that may may not know it all the way through and through. You know what I'm saying? 
But but I I still say it time to time, or if I'm on a live, like people people mm. tap in. Mm. I I tell it if I'm on a live or training or whatever, but but it's like people know. Some people know I I got in a I I told people the stories of when I got in a when when I was lost in like making dumb decisions, got in a car accident. That's a hundred percent my fault. Nah. Broke my neck, collapsed lung. Like I I I, I told it. When I fired my job, I told everybody I fired my job in real time. They seem to they seem to come up. They people asking me why am I why am I showing this stuff? Loved ones, why why are you showing this? Significant others, what are you doing? Yeah. Like they they but they all saw it. Whereas people they out here going through their struggles, and they day one two three four and fives. Their month one, two, three, four, and fives, and looking at social media and comparing people's year 10, 11, and 12, mm-hmm. and looking at their highlight reel, which actually may not just be a highlight reel no more. That a lot of that stuff, they figured it out. Mm-hmm. But you're not showing your struggles, you're not sharing the, the, uh, Cause you may not be going hitting no peaks. You're not showing none of the just straight valleys that you hitting. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't want nobody to look at you funny on social media, not realizing that that is what's going to make the people tap in with you. Right. They because there's a resonate. Because there's a whole lot more people that haven't figured it out and they're struggling than a whole bunch than successful people. There's a whole bunch more unsuccessful people. And they're going to get, uh, they're going to get, uh, they're going to have a familiarity with the person that's showing their struggle in their process in real time. Oh, who's this? Let right. me see what he's talking about. I don't, I don't really, man, the dude with the Lambo and the and the the big chain looking like a rapper. He ain't really. I don't really connect. I don't really know, bro. Man. Or or our our community, I don't know, man. He's probably a scammer. I'm gonna listen to this dude that's that's right here, just talking about what he's doing day to day in his dining room, standing in front of a whiteboard. Yeah, and I got I got this idea too of like, um, like people feeling like. If they see somebody who who get into it, well, I ain't gonna say just get into it, but see somebody who they may see like, oh, they they figured it out. They don't need my help. They don't need my support. Versus the person on the opposite side, that like, oh, I rock with them. Like, let me help them, you know, build whatever they want to build, or let me be a part of their journey. You know what I'm saying? Nah, psychologically, the uh, most people they'll help the person that looks like they figured it out over the person that's. That doesn't look like they made it. That's not how people think. Really? Yeah. I know I could make a lot more money if I just flash some stuff. A lot mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Because for one, people want to be the person that people want to be the person that looks right. like they got it. Right. You know, we got experience with marketing stuff. I've <laughs> done it. I'm showing regular stuff, regular, <laughs> regular old beat up car, but I'm making yeah. money. They yeah. ain't want to see it. if you making money. Why you don't go get a car? Because I'm investing the, into my business. People don't. People didn't understand that at the time. Mm-hmm. 
Versus if I didn't show none of that and I just showed the money, show some cribs, show that, people, oh, what's up? Right, 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 right. They'll, they'll spend with you. And, and also, psychologically, the person <laughs> that looks like they don't need it from you, you you'll more you'll be more willing to buy something from them because you don't think they need your money. Oh, cause cause the idea is you don't need my money, so so I I trust you a little bit more. Is that what you kind of like getting? Yeah. yeah. If you look like you need my money, you need this sale. I don't really believe you. You look like you don't need my money. I buy your product. Because it looked like you don't need it. Right. So it's more. So I get something from this versus, oh, this person that looks like they need my, they need my, they need my money. Mm -hmm. I don't believe him. Why he need my money? Yeah. Because it's like, he needs it. So he'll do whatever for this sale. He'll say whatever for this sale. He don't have my best interest in mind. And most people, most people that haven't got it, they, because I had this mentality before after, during, whatever, I, I've had this mentality just because I, I, I started studying sales and stuff. Mm. So I go on sales calls, appointments, whatever, and I really got the attitude that I don't need to sell. Even in times where I, I needed it, like it's like my livelihoods on this. I'm, I'm acting like I don't because you're more willing to do business with me. Mm-hmm. Most people that's in that stage of figuring it out. On those beginning stages of that starting block, they're not moving with that attitude. They thirsty, mm-hmm. and that thirst comes. That thirst comes across, and yeah. that's why a lot of people aren't doing business with the people because it's like I, I need this, and you're acting like you need it. Mm-hmm. And that goes in anything, bro. Think how the girl treats you when you're super thirsty versus as soon as you start acting like you don't care. Yeah, it's like weird. some it's like some elementary boy meets girl type stuff. It's just it's the same. That's why I'm like a lot of this business stuff and a lot of this money stuff. It's it's simple. People just overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. You've been sitting here sweating this girl. You've been sitting here sweating this girl three years. As soon as you be like, oh whatever, you start showing some some other people some interest, so she see that other people like. Then it turns into what's wrong with him? What's up with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and and they be wearing that with like a, a sense of pride too, like like because I be seeing chicks post about that. Like I'm pretty sure you have too, where it be like the dude sending the good morning text, hey beautiful, blah blah blah, and she just like roll her eyes, and then you know the dude who talking crazy, you know, get get that love, get that attention. Yeah, it's cute when it's cute when you're young, but. A lot of these women is in different age brackets now. It ain't cute no more. Mm-hmm. They looking at stuff differently. I'm I'm hearing them. I'm seeing them post stuff differently, and I'm hearing them tell me stuff differently. Yeah. And then by the time they get in that mentality, old buddy, old good guy there, he's leveled up, and you're not even in his. You're not even in his. You don't. At, at first, it was she was way out of his range. By the time she gets to that point where it's like, man, I don't want that dude to treat me like shit and that's not sweating me. I want I want the dude to sweat me. I want the dude to 
to show his affection and how much he cares for me and express it verbally and physically and openly and all this stuff. Then it turns into she not he's not even in her league no more. Mm-hmm. Now she can't get him now. Yeah. Nah, you should have wanted you should have wanted Buddy back then. <laughs> buddy making money. Buddy ain't got no kids. Buddy, buddy, By the time, and I'm not talking about all women because I don't want women to think I'm just out here talking about all women. I'm talking about a very specific type of person right now. If this ain't you. If it don't apply, let it fly. But this this individual just offered this example that we use, and they may be at a certain age. They may have a kid. They may have two kids. They can't go and get that guy no more. Mm-hmm. Or if they do, they have to be, they have to be, uh, they have to be, and I know it's vain, but shit, this is, this is the world and this is how men are. They have to, they have to look absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a chick get 35, 36, 37, 40. You want these these dudes that you ignored back then? Dude might have been a nerd now. Dude may run a dude may run an eight figure software company now. <laughs> yeah, and you and you could have been the A one since day one. <laughs> yeah, and vice versa. This ain't just a, a, and it goes the other way around too, because a lot of these chicks, dudes might have thought. Cause a lot of the a lot of the girls that be bad, like that be bad when they like twenty four. People used to think they was ducks in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the most of the bad chicks, nobody was checking for them when they was in high school. Then it's like they they get around the age of 20, 22, 23. 25, 26. Mm-hmm. Then they be all them coldest ones walking around. Yeah, they be. That's the like ones. a that's like a seventy five percent chance nobody was checking for them back in back when they was younger. And that, and it's and the shoe be flipped then too. Now they not in they not in this guy's break breaking no more because when they want him, you thought they was a duck. Mm-hmm. So I don't want ladies to chill. I know it <laughs> go both ways. It's just different scenarios. Don't think that I'm in no manaverse. This is not a manaverse, manosphere, whatever they call this shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's ain't man. one because I think most of them. I think most of them joints corny as hell. Yeah, I saw a clip. I uh, maybe like a day or two ago from the Fresh and Fit joint where one of the dudes is getting into it with a uh, Fetty Wap baby mama. We ain't gonna talk bad about fresh and fit because I might I might be on there one day. Nah, I ain't talking bad. I was just like, man, like I couldn't, I I couldn't, I couldn't fathom having that type of conversation with a chick. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm familiar with that show. This is what I will say about them. I couldn't imagine. Creating a platform off of that, I get it, but I couldn't. I couldn't have 
those same conversations with those same types of people mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I would be like, fuck. <laughs> I'm not just talking about the women that they have on their just people that they have on their show. Man. It's like, that's why I was like the manosphere stuff. I it, it just ain't for me. I get it. But even Guy Russell Dead, Kevin Samuels, when he first like hit in the pandemic, mm-hmm. I was tuned in. But then it got it got redone. I was like, dang, you having this? I couldn't have this conversation with people over and over and over and over and over again. But you could tell somebody like Kevin Samuels, you could tell he was passionate about what he was. Like he had a bigger he had a bigger message that a lot of people didn't hear off of. Mm-hmm. How he delivered it. They want they were listening more so to the how it sounds versus what he's what he said. Right. But I don't want women, don't think this ain't that. We hear talk about I talk about entrepreneurship, how to get some bread, marketing, uh marketing tactics, digital products, real estate, here and there, you know. Mm. Sometimes we beard, sometimes we beard left and right and up and down, but no, nah, ain't that because I and I don't get how dudes are just and and I just think it's corny just to argue with women. I think it's corny to argue with people, period. Man. But I ain't about to sit there. I ain't about to sit there and hit hit record and argue with a woman. Man. Like, come on, man. That's what. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. That's what I'm saying. And that's all I'm going to say. I can't do it, bro. Yeah, bro. That was corny. But but off of the storytelling and the branding, though, um, people need to tell their story. Because something that I see, something that I see, and even people that are tapped into my message, that they're interpreting certain stuff that I say the wrong way. So you know, I, so you know, I'm. I always say, ain't no wrong with copying as long as you copying the right cat. Mm-hmm. If you see something that's working, copy it. <clears throat> Some people take that, like, all the way literally and copy everything. <laughs> like, no, like, <laughs> see what they're doing. Yeah, 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 and put your twist on what they're doing and make it yours. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else, they'll just go because a lot of this content out here is just somebody else's regurgitated content. Mm-hmm. And then people sit there and they wonder why they're why they're not getting any traction or why they're not building any following or why their brand's not increasing or why their their social income impact and influence ain't increasing. It's it's because you're doing a bad job interpreting somebody else mm. instead of instead of taking the example that somebody set for you mm-hmm. using their blueprint and adding you to it then it's you mm-hmm. versus oh, i see what he's doing i'm gonna do the same exact thing it ain't gonna hit because because you're a you're a bad imitation yeah, yeah. kobe can still be kobe when he saw jordan because you want in Jordan. Mm. Everybody can try. Oh, man, he did everything. Like, no, nah, Kobe was 
way more skilled than Jordan. Yeah. He took elements and it, oh, this is what's working. This is the this is what the most at the time most dominant greatest basketball player ever. This is how he did it, playing this way. Bet. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have a better handle. I'm gonna have a better, I'm gonna have a better deep ball. I'm a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh yeah, that's why I tell people that too. I'd be like, man, Kobe, Kobe, my favorite. Kobe is the best, but I still, I still be like, man, but MJ the GOAT, man. And it's different between there's a difference between uh best and greatest. Exactly. But a lot of people don't be understanding that. And then that's what my I, frustration be coming in with uh in in these debates I be having with people because they don't know mm-hmm. the difference. Oh, bro, there's a bit different between best and greatest. Like, I think, and and a lot of times when when we say best or when I say best, I'm saying skilled. Yeah, right, right. So Kobe's more skilled than Jordan, but I'm not saying that he's a greater basketball player than Jordan. Right. I think I think Kyrie is more skilled than. Ninety percent of everybody who ever played basketball in life. But I'm not. But I'm not gonna say. But I'm not gonna say that he's. I'm not gonna say that he's greater than. Than Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I was. You had me hanging on the edge of my seat. I ain't know. I ain't know where you was gonna take it. And I'm about I, to say Iverson. I, I wanted to react, but I was like. I get it. I was, I was about to say Iverson, mm. but that's a personal thing. Everybody don't look at AI like I look at AI. Yeah. But Kobe was like, Kobe was like, thank God that he wasn't six foot four, six foot five, because he would be the mm-hmm. the greatest of all time. That's what Kobe said. Yeah. Like, I, and I remember, and I remember because my era watching basketball, there was a time where the it was like. Known, it was a Kobe Iverson debate. Mm-hmm. Like that was the who the best. Mm-hmm. It, that's the argument. How they say Bron and Steph right now? Mm-hmm. It was it was Kobe and Iverson. But I'll be like, do, do people just forget that? Like I remember that. Of course, because it was it was short lived. And, and it was like it was like who's the best? Kobe and Iverson. Shaq wasn't in the debate because it was like, ain't nobody ever gonna say no big man the best basketball player on the planet. And especially Shaq, because Shaq was just brute force. Yeah, but it was like the the best basketball player on the planet was with the most dominant on the planet, and then it was like Iverson. <laughs> it was like, oh no, oh no. But he don't he don't get his credit. But but with the but with the branding and the stories though, like people are people are seeing other people's stories and imitating that instead of telling their stories. Or people are seeing other people's content and imitating that instead of making their own content. Mm-hmm. Not imitating, because you can imitate copy like really copying to yeah, the T. Yeah. People are seeing other people's brands and copying that to the T. Prime example, bro. Shout out to a uh, J.O. And uh, and Neo, I got on their brand right now. New age CEO, mm-hmm. rapper, athlete, entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
somebody will sit and I've seen so many other people that I have shirts with three things, two of them crossed mm-hmm. out and say something else. That's not what I mean by copying other people. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with copying if you copying the right cat, but you need to see what somebody else is doing, see their blueprint, see how they're moving, and use that blueprint and add you to it. You don't right. just take something like, you don't just take this, oh, I see they got that shirt. I'm going to do the, all right, cool. So my thing is, uh, what's, a, what's a business? Uh, my thing is Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put, uh, house cross out, uh, <laughs> apartment cross out, Airbnb. Like, no, nah, that ain't that ain't it, bro. <laughs> that's not what that's not what I mean by that. But uh, but a lot of people are. That's what a lot of people are doing. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. Nah, they need to like uh like my supervisor at Kinder Morgan used to say, they need to look at it from a high level. Cause when you just look at it from a high level, you can't see all the details. If you look high enough, you won't be able to see that two out of the three are crossed out. You'll just be able to see that they got their own merch. They own line. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the blueprint. And and the other thing about about people's brands. And I, I was thinking about, you know, starting to wear my own merch. Not even the sale, just the just the rock my own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But but I'm saying brand as far as like a lot of people, they don't even when they think of brand, they're really just thinking of like a physical, tangible right. product, like a Nike or you know, stuff like that, like clothing brands, mm-hmm. not realizing that they themselves are brands. Everybody need to go read the book, The 22 Immutable Laws of Branding. Mm-hmm. You can move as a brand. It's something I learned from Nipsey, too. You can move it. There's, there's, there's not any rules to being an entrepreneur. Nipsey said there's not any rules to being a rapper. You can go a lot of ways, but there's rules to being a brand. Mm-hmm. And if you follow the rules of branding, you can build a, a, a power brand. Mm-hmm. And I heard about the book 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing from him. There's what same applies to entre- there's not any rules to being an entrepreneur. You can go a lot of ways with it. Mm-hmm. But if you build in a brand and you study how brands are, there's a clear pathway to move. Mm-hmm. And you won't get sidetracked or when when uh when bumps in the road come because it's it you can you can see the path of the brand and where it's going mm. versus just moving. So I'm like a lot of people out here, they, they claim they have brands where there'd be a personal brand, their business brand, a, a physical product brand, a service brand, whatever. And they not even rep, they rep everybody else's brand more than they rep their own. Mm-hmm. Hey, right now I'm riding horseback in the rainforest with a group of high level entrepreneurs, all six, seven and eight figure earners. The thing is, is that while we're here enjoying our life, we're all generating income right now because we know how to monetize our IP, our intellectual property. The problem is, is that you either have a gift and you don't know how to monetize it or you don't know what your gift is. I want to help you tap into that gift to where it's 
you can make income while you're just living your life, enjoying the fruits of your labor, and making income literally 24-7. Go ahead and tap in and join me at the top. It's crowded at the top. So Simba, like I said earlier on the pod, shout out to Simba. His, uh, his album just came out. His first song, which is my favorite song out right now, it's called Overnight. I can't think of the lyric off the top of my head. Let me bring it up real quick. He said, Simba said, today a rapper approached me and asked me to buy a shirt. He was head to toe in Dior. Why the fuck would I want your merch? Mm. Today, the same exact thing happened to me. Dude in my DMs, hey, big bro, can you support my, can you support my merch? I go look at his page. I don't see him wearing his merch in one post. <laughs> Why would I want to buy it? Right, right. He's in Dior. He's in Louis. He got, uh, what's the belts with the circles? Is it Ferragamo? With the circles. He got Ferragamo. Uh, yeah, Ferragamo. He got uh he he's wearing all types of designer, but he's not wearing his brand at all. But he's oh, but he's man. in people's DM saying, support. Hey, hey, can you support my brand? Can you mm. buy my merch? Like, you're not even wearing your merch. Why would I want to buy it? Yeah. That's like somebody saying you gotta how most people most struggling entrepreneurs or most beginning entrepreneurs, that's where they're messing up at. They sitting there saying that they got a they got a business. Or they got a brand or they got a product that they they got a service and they ain't even posting about it. Mm-hmm. But then you go tell somebody and then they go look at your your page and it ain't nothing on there. Oh, oh, this this my this my personal page. Here's my business page, which is stupid. <laughs> but then you go over to the business page and ain't no posts on there either. They ain't posted yeah. in two months. Yeah. You don't even care about it. Why would I? Why would I? Why would I? Yeah, Spend my money with it. Yeah, that don't make, that makes zero sense. Zero. But I heard that I heard that Simba say that I was like, that's so true. <laughs> Imagine Phil Knight like, hey man, hey hey Magic. <laughs> Hey, come with us. Come over to Nike. And he ain't got no Nike. He ain't got no Nikes on. He got some, uh, what is PF Flyers? What them, what them joints called? <laughs> like, it's like they feel Nike go up to, feel Nike come up to Michael Jordan back in the day. He ain't wearing no Nike. Hey, Mike, I think Nike gonna be a great brand for you. He got on Adidas. <laughs> Converse All-Stars. Gucci. Like, come on, man. People got rip a brand, but I heard I heard Simba say that. I was like, man. And 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 the placement, how I said like storytelling. Mm-hmm. The placement of that bar, it's the last, it's the last words he says on the song. Mm-hmm. So you know, you with your music, with your your musical background and song creation. You know, like he wanted, he he placed that yeah. there at the end. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's uh yeah, that's that's definitely on purpose. Yeah. 
Today, a rapper approached me and asked me to buy a shirt. He was head to toe in Dior. Why the fuck would I want your merch? Hmm. I heard 50 tell a story about uh, when Gina was popping back in the day. He had the Ar- the Reebok deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you something. And he said he walked into a meeting with G-Unit. He said, ain't not one of them have on the shoes. Man. He said, y'all ain't, y'all ain't getting money for this no more. Like right there that day, he said nobody else got that. They all had on designer shoes, but they was all getting two hundred fifty to five hundred thousand just to wear the G unit sneakers. None of them had them on. Yeah, and he was like, "All right, y'all done." Yeah, and some of them were salty about it. They ain't, they, ain't, they ain't got the vision. They're not the visionaries. But he was saying, but 50 was saying, he was saying how, um, and, and I, I love 50 too, because even though a lot of people don't like 50, people that he's had good relationships with in the past don't like 50. From the outside looking in, because I don't know the details and stuff. But to me, it always looks like 50 does the most to put people on. Mm. And then those people that he puts in position get a sense of entitlement and think they're supposed to be in a better position. Whereas 50's like, I put you here, go do it. Right, right, right. And then it turns into some bad stuff and then everything go bad. And then 50's like, he's he's very strategic and it's very easy for him to cut ties. And then he just be like, all right, go ahead. Yeah. Good luck. Watch, watch how hard this is when you don't have this, all this opportunity I gave you. Everybody, bro. Cause thing when 50 first came out and that's another thing I do with, with music. I like to listen to people's first albums and I listen to either their first word or their first like line, like how did this person choose to open up their very first mm. album? Mm. It's what you've been waiting your whole life to say to the world. How did you choose to open it? Yeah. You know what 50's first word is on Get Rich or Die Trying? Some some involving the F word. G unit. Mm. Book. Oh yeah, we in here. We yeah. here. Book. His very first word on his first album was putting on the team. Yeah. G unit. Book. We here. Book. We can get the drums done. Book, 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 book. Then he goes and sells the most records ever in history. Most people will come back, double back for the second one quick. He said, no, we putting out the G unit Beg for Mercy compilation album. So they had all that they had all that momentum off of his first album. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, they putting out two, three, four albums before they get to the compilation or start introducing other people. 50's like, nah, I just went diamond. Oh, we want the second. Oh, we want the second one. No. G Unit album. Man. Then his second album, The Massacre. Then they see Dr. Drake from the West Coast. So like I said, I don't know this outside looking in as a fan, what it looked like to me and the business wise and stuff. I just, I just put on 
even though it's really more Eminem, but it looked like Dre and him. I just put on this dude from New York. We ain't got nothing in Cali. Yo, 50, help out game. Those hit hit records for Game's first album was intended for 50's second album. Mm -hmm. Still putting on the team. Mm -hmm. Then he put out his second album. Went diamond again. <laughs> but I'm but I'm just saying, do you see all this? Like, I'm putting y'all in position. Yeah, yeah. Then then he gets the then he gets the Reebok deal for the G Unit sneaker. Him and Jay-Z had the sneaker deals at the same time. Jay-Z had the S Dot Carter. 50 had the G in the sneaker. Mm -hmm. How did Jay-Z promote his? He went and put it on athletes like every other sneaker. I don't know if you can remember certain NBA players was wearing them. I remember Jamal Crawford had on the high top joints with the strap. Mm. Who did 50 go put them on? G unit. Then he go in the he go in the the marketing budget that they gave Jay-Z, Jay-Z put it on athletes. He spent it on athletes. Mm -hmm. The marketing budget Reebok gave 50 to get people to wear them. He gave it, he gave all the money to G unit. Then he go in a meeting and not one of them's wearing the shoes. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. And if you look, everybody outside of Yayo has had problems with 50. I'm like, I could never, I could never see myself having like an issue. Ties, right? <clears throat> Cause Yayo ain't never Yayo always played his position. Mm -hmm. I could never see myself. Somebody put me in a position and then I don't do anything with that position. I could never feel no type of way about that person. You did your job. Yeah. Sure. There's certain people I could never talk bad about, like in life. Yeah. Ever. But you supposed to carry me along the whole way? Nah, you we grown men. LeBron, he put his he put his team in position. But it ain't on Brian to make them. Cause everybody can't just take your whole team. Like they gotta, they gotta hold some value. Like you can't just come in, oh, put me on, bro. All right, cool. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. That'd be a lot of dudes. Hey, bro, put me on. People hit me up. People, per personal friends, family members, stuff. I hit them all back the same. Initially, I used to hit them all back the same. Bro, put me on. Cool. What you do? Mm -hmm. What you mean? <laughs> Strike one. <laughs> Swing and a miss. What, what do you do? You saying you saying put you on, and you saying, bro, let's get this money. Let's get to the bag. Let's get to it, bro. What do you do? Uh, what you mean, bro? I thought I thought you could put me on. Yeah, let me know what you do so I can put you on. Then it turned into all, oh, but he helping him because he do something. Right, right. You still ain't told me what you do. Boys thought, boys thought it was just about just showing up to the meeting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you do? I show up, bro. <laughs> yeah, my boy, my boy, he do. My boy does. Uh, my boy make cold videos. Bet I need videos. 
Here, here, bro. You want to do my videos? Let's work something out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's eat together. I'm a man over here. He's coded. He's coded. Sales. All right, bro. Look, hop on these phones, man. Let's make this money. Do these cold calls. You you coded closing. Oh, oh man, I see. I see you. I see you eating with some of your friends, bro. But with your boy, man, put me on. Bet. What you do? What I do, man? This nigga, man, this, he changed. Yeah, yeah. Man, he don't want. He don't want to see. He don't want to see nobody win. Bro, what do you do? What do you do? Brian's team told him. Brian's team told them what they wanted to do. He said, "Bet." Mm -hmm. I say, "What you want to do?" I mean, bro, you can't just put me on. <laughs> You can't even tell, you can't tell me what you do and you can't tell me what you want to do. Brian team, they told, they told him what he wanted to do. He said, bet, I'm in this position. Y'all saying y'all want to do this? Y'all serious? Show me. Mav, go take his job at Nike. They gonna, they gonna give you the job just because, just because they think you the they think you the work's friend. Yeah, let's keep Brian happy. We just gave him a hundred million. Yeah, we'll let his friend come work. Mm -hmm. Mav in there learning. Mm -hmm. He get he get out of there, man. Uh, Rich, Rich Paul, man. I won't be an agent. Bet I'm gonna pay. Go over here and learn it. Be an in, intern over under these people. Whatever. Then come out. When Brown was in his what second, third year or something, he fired his agent, fired everybody. Yeah, like what his team been in position. Mad been over here working at Nike. He get out, they made Spring Hill Entertainment. Now all of a sudden they got an entertainment company that's doing Space Jam too. Right. It didn't just happen. They get a they get a, a Mad get a sit down interview with Magic Johnson on uninterrupted. Mm. You don't think that you don't think Braun put that in his Laker deal? Man, I when he first came. About that, but yeah, that's real. See, I'd be looking at all that stuff. That's that was a yeah, I'm coming, but but in this in this agreement, we gotta have this. We need magic for my production companies joint. Yeah, yeah. All right, Braun, cool. Easy. Easy work. And he probably already had the space jam stuff in in tech before they even went over there. All right, Rich, cool. And he got his, his boy Randy. Randy said, oh, cool. Rich and Rich killing the game. Hove, his team told him, his team played their position and they told him what he wanted to do. OG Wan, sports, cool. Rock Nation Sports. <laughs> what what Tata do? Pepper spray niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and I know Tata, get the pepper spray. <laughs> and I know, I know Bleak. Bleak was uh, you know, he was as long as he alive, he a millionaire, but hold put him on that but, that, that Duce run. Bleak was working when Duce Bleak was everywhere. Hey man, we got Duce. Oh. Bleak was on every interview, every podcast, radio station. We got the Duce. Oh, he on Breakfast man. Club. Yeah, but you know we do say that. We do say he had him on that Duce run. If I do say so myself, 
I was like, not I ain't seen time. Bleak in 20 years. And now he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he pop up with his hat back with somebody do say. <laughs> yeah. Tata, if I if I'm I could be I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Tata does stuff with management with Rock Nation. Mm. But even on on Hove did oh, I even called the song Hove did God did Hove talking about the Hove Don't talking you put about that the, evil on me <laughs> Hove talking about the stuff like yeah. He said, "Wine so, wine so, wine so dope to those y'all call kingpins. Then who that that make us then? Mm-hmm. Even on a, some old songs, he was like, uh, what song was that? Whatever it was, he was talking about the the champagne bill. He was like, that one that was wine's bill. You know what song I'm talking about? Mm-mm. It wasn't like an album cut. It was like one of it was like either them, like a Lucy. No, nah, it was either like a Lucy or a feature. Mm. Now, now I gotta find it, bro. That was yeah, one. Probably got too big. If we ain't put that low. Top off, top off. DJ Kelly. Oh, oh, man! I don't like that song. He said 91,000 for a wine bill. Keep it well with you. That was wine's bill. Mm. My whole team was star. Everybody ball. Something like that. That video was hard. But I'm just saying, but people got put in like, like, because I'm a, you know, I'm a fan of doing business with friends. Mm. I always pay, I, I always pay somebody in the circle first. Mm. Like Nip said, all money in, no money out. If I can keep the money in the circle, we gonna do it all. Yeah. All just recycle the paper. But damn, bro, you can't you can't feel entitled just because you got a friendship with me or a certain uh, a blood relationship. Yeah, and then see that we recycling the money over here with these people that I that I know and been locked in with, and then be like, bro. Man, put me on. Bet. What do you do? What do you do? And blunt rolling don't count, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even smoke. That's what I'm saying. Like, we'd be like, I mean, you know, I, I, I can. I can. <laughs> uh, this ain't Snoop. Money ain't like that yet. Oh, man. So I'm like, yeah, bro. Yeah, my, my partner, you do videos. Bet. You do this. Bet. He bring real estate deals back. My partner, my best friend owns a mortgage company. If I'm going to get a mortgage, I'm refining, I'm going to his mortgage company. Mm. What can you, bro, put me on? Bro, he just he just gave me a loan. What what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> he just gave me a refinance. Can you do that? Cool. Can you do that? Boys, Take my money then. Boys ain't even giving advice. <laughs> Golly, just won't, 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 won't. That's tough. Yeah, yeah, bro. Man, y'all, y'all tell y'all, tell y'all story because y'all stories was going to sell. If y'all, if you can think of anything that you buy, there's a story behind it that makes you want it. 
for the most part, outside of just a necessity like gas. Mm-hmm. Well, but even people got stories with gas, like like even even certain products, certain certain things that I buy that don't even have a personal story behind it. Like I said, with stuff that I tell, how Nike tells personal stories of their athletes and stuff like that, or a clothing brand. You should use uh, JL's joint, for example. It like you. There's a there's a personal brand behind it, and they've told their story. Mm-hmm. If you go on JL, you can he tells his story. Neo tells been kicked out of, uh, fired from, ten jobs, kicked out of school, dad in prison since I was blah blah blah. JL got his stuff over here, and then you can see his come up, and then talking about leadership and running the play and all this stuff. It ain't just a rapper, athlete, entrepreneur. You see successful entrepreneurs, then you, then people gravitated to them because they told their story and then showed their success to where it's you feel like, oh, I like the message. Mm-hmm. Let me get the product. Yeah. Yep. And it looks straight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, even, even a certain... Uh, uh, I'm in Kentucky right now. Certain places that I eat here, I eat because it got a, a personal story attached mm. to it with me. Yeah, for sure. I go Indies, I get Indies DoorDash because I'm like, man, I remember riding my, I, I be on the bus and I, I make a beeline to the Indies, my bike on the front of the bus, mm. take it off, go to the front. Or I'm a young and I'm I'm 16, 17 in the car. I ain't got much money. Indies at the time, if you had you had six dollars, you could get you a, a spicy six piece, three wedges, and a drink for like seven dollars or something. Man. So I so I come through the window, and then depending on what time of time of day it is, I'm just hoping they don't ask me to go to the second window because there's a window here. And then they may ask you to pull around, and then you got to pull around. Mm-hmm. The building to the second one, but it's in the hood, and some some stuff might could happen to you when you hitting that that back behind the building because there's a dumpster right there. Somebody could be right there, yeah. and it's a and it's a tight 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 knit spot. Like it remind me of L.A. Like the the Indies drive through remind me of L.A. because you know L.A. got on little tight parking lights. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, for sure. Even like the streets in certain neighborhoods, just no brain on. Like you barely get one car through there. Or me or KFC. I eat KFC once every once every couple months or so, just just because it got a, a sentimental thing with me, a story on like I wanted to play Division One basketball. Certain things that happened at the time, the opportunities weren't there. All right, so I was like, I'm gonna create my own opportunity. Mm-hmm. Said, all right, I'm just not gonna go to school. I'm gonna recruit schools for the whole year. Me and my pops say that uh, first school that offers, we gonna sign and we gonna get a bucket of KFC to celebrate. Mm-hmm. We drive from Kentucky to Oklahoma, go to this camp. This dude invited me to this camp. It was a top fifty JUCO camp. He was like, and I know Blake. I thought he was in school. You can get to Oklahoma or Roberts University. You can get to mm. Tulsa, Oklahoma by this day. We'll make him the 51st. 51st. Mm. And if he's who I know he is, he'll have at least 
he have at least 15, 20 D1 scholarships by the time the weekend's over. You know what I was supposed to do? He ain't lie. About 15 or 20 of them joints came in quick. Mm-hmm. But me and my pops made a pack. First one to offer, we going. Go. We going to get a bucket, and we going to get a bucket of KFC. And and I come straight from I come straight from the long drive from Kentucky to Tulsa, Oklahoma, straight to the court. Mm-hmm. It ain't even like a. It ain't even like a. All right, we gonna rest. We get there the day yeah, before rest. Yeah. Nah, we I get out the Cadillac to the court. That's like a man. Who was that? I heard a story about Clyde. Clyde went somewhere. It was like a long road trip. And he came in and like jumped from the free throw line, like no stretch. <laughs> nah, I ain't do that. See, see the the this is this this camp's like in the June, uh, so you know school start August. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost July in the June. The team that I was on was all people that were available for that this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bunch of people that just. What on whatever, and I'm on this. So it's like I get out there first game straight out the straight out the caddy, and my pops had a busted cylinder in his cab. Like it blew out black smoke, but when you got on the highway, it blew out white smoke, and you couldn't see it. Man. So we driving all the way. He cashed his check, and we driving. That's we went out there. I'm all about all in. I guess he was too. Mm-hmm. That's all he had was his check. I didn't tell him. my mama gave me a couple hundred dollars. Cause I was like, I need something to eat on when I get back, regardless. So I'm keeping my. I ain't telling Mama <laughs> gave me a couple hundred. <laughs> I told him after the fact, like some time later. But I'm like, shoot, I might need to go kick it with a little chick or something, or go yeah, movies yeah. or something. But uh, first game, I get out there. I'm playing basketball. Hit the open man, uh, cut, rope. No way. I give it I give the give and go. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> or they get or, or they hit me. It should be a swing swing mm. for the shot. That's the swing. <laughs> it wasn't no it does it wasn't the swing swing. It was swing shoot. I was like, oh okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> Y'all yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, this is this what y'all do. All right, cool. I'm not even a point, bro. I start bringing the ball up. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, cool. You gotta do what you gotta do, dog. Hey. I or did, like, or I like did on that, a, I did that same thing in Vegas and and lost out on a two hundred thousand dollar deal in Turkey. Trying to play mm. smart. Trying to play good basketball. I walked out the game with six points. They was like, nah, we gonna go with it. My old buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. No, I, I even that first game, man, it wasn't no six. It wasn't no six points. It was. I still had. I don't know how not to score. What? Somebody else might put me in a position to not to score, but I don't know how not to go score at least double double yeah, digits. Yeah. Like it's not really possible. Like I, like if I don't like I, you did that. Mm-hmm. Like and I'm all about taking blame, but nah, if I don't score at least a ten points, yeah, for sure. But that ain't that ain't you. Yeah, you yeah. ain't let me play. But each game after that, it was like a, at least twenty. Mm-hmm. Every game, 
I'm like, bet. But in between time though, say if there's a if there's a break, kids is going to their room, taking naps, going to sleep. I'm going to the caddy. Mm-hmm. I'm back seat doors open. Man. In Tulsa, Oklahoma in summer. I'm going to the little That's the little room where they got sandwiches and stuff. They got little little uh, little Benny's like sub sandwiches and little chips and fruit and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that and I'm bringing it to the caddy to my pops so my pops can eat something during the day. Y'all, y'all getting getting it out the mud for real. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Then I get, then I go. I lay down. I take a nap. I take me a 45 minute nap in the caddy, come back out, drop 20, go grab some little fruit, bring it to. Man. And then got one night, one night of a little cheap hotel. And then the second day afterwards, we was gonna go like straight back, like from the court Mm -hmm. to the cat and drive back, like no shower, nothing. Like, cause one nowhere to, let's go. But he was like, man, I can, I can do one more night. Yeah. And I'm saying, yeah, all right, cool. Got some KFC. So that so that's why I get, but even me eating KFC. Story. Once every blue moon. It ain't because I want it. It's because it like brings back stuff. Yeah. Even before that, KFC, I used to walk to KFC. They used to have a buffet. Uh, like certain KFCs would have buffets. Mm-hmm. And they used to be like my highlight of my day, summertime. Walk a long walk to KFC. Like a long, yeah, a long walk. Just on some kids stuff. You just, I'm middle school, summertime. Yeah, walk by the time we get back home, you, the buffet gone. <laughs> you I, I, you done burnt all them calories off by the time. You I either walk, I either walk around my bike, and you got thing too. Buffet, a KFC buffet, it won't it won't much. So if I'm if I'm twelve, me as a twelve year old, I might would have I might would have like fifty fifty dollars on me or something. Yeah. And that went off of me going, well, I would like gamble a little little bit, but that would be like off of just saving birthday money, mm. Christmas money and stuff like that. So I'll go KFC. My money can my money can stretch. Yeah, for sure. Well, Pops might eat 10 or slide you 20 or something. Like, I'm, like, I'm letting this stretch. And then on my way back, there they used to be a, uh, a Walmart close by in the strip mall and there was a dollar store in the same strip as the Walmart. I'll go there and get a Snapple because they would have these big Snapples for like a dollar. Mm. Snapple. Go get, a, go, get a, go get a Snapple. Snapple apple throws me off because it, it tastes just like a red apple. Snapple apple throw you off because it tastes like you, you mad you, that bro. This- you mad Bro. that it tastes too spot on? I'm I'm confused. Next time you stop in a gas station or something, just just humor me, bro. Get a Snapple get a apple. Snapple apple. All right, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm That's the it. only Snapple I drink. Not even because I like it. Because I don't I don't really like. I don't really 
buy juices like that no more. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm drinking juice, it's really like most like it's a real juice. Yeah. So like you got from, a Snapple like, Apple store. Like a cold, they- like a cold, like a cold pressed juice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or, or you know, I like Martinelli's apple juice. Man. Or some simply, which I know ain't juice, but I don't but get it like is, the, though. I mean, they cold pressed, but it's a lemonade juice, though. Oh, simply lemonade. Oh, no, yeah, lemonade, sugar, lemonade, water, like, lemon. Yeah, juice. yeah, yeah. I think they were talking about like uh, OJ's like grapefruit juice, juice grapefruit. and OJ. Yeah, 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 that, but that's still juice. But I'm saying like Snapples, <clears throat> Gatorades, Arizona's, Hawaiian Punch, like that type of stuff. Look, whenever it say made with real fruit juice, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, but I'm telling you, bro, get a get a Snapple apple, get a Snapple apple because it 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 it'll it'll mess your head up, bro. Because it's because it it tastes just like it's fake. a red apple. My ex, my ex was like, she was like, uh, she was like, when you go to the store, bring me back a Snapple apple. And I look at it, and I'm like, I call, and I'm like, it, it, it says it's a red apple. You don't like red apples, and she's like, I know. <laughs> that's what that's what first got me on them, because I was like, but you don't like red apples, but you want a, a snapple apple that tastes like a red apple, and she's like, I know it doesn't make sense because I don't like red apples, but I drink the snapple apple. Because it tastes like a red apple. Yeah, see, I couldn't. That that statement alone <laughs> would make me turn into an a-hole. And then that's going to turn into us not talking for three days. Because I'm going to spend the whole night trying to get her to make that make sense. And my facial expressions are gonna be condescending. But I, but I, but I got it. I got it though because I'm not the most fond of them. But when I, in the rare event I do buy one, I only buy it because I know it's going to taste like a red apple. I would prefer just regular apple juice. So, okay. So, since we're here, <laughs> I got some. I got some in the in the kitchen in the pantry right now because last time I told you I'm at my mama's house in Kentucky right now, right? Yeah. One time I came home. Oh, this might have been when this might have been last year, last November. <laughs> I said something about snapper apple. She went and brought some. Since I told you I don't drink juices mm-hmm. like that, so they still in the pantry. Like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like I might throw one in the refrigerator, a freezer, get it cold real quick, and drink it just to. So my analytic mind would say, so y'all don't like, it's something. No, I like, I like apples. I like red. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe. But she, she would prefer, she would prefer green, like green apples. Most people, I ain't gonna say most, but a lot of people, yeah, they prefer the sour over. Or honey crisp. Yeah. Everything else. Cause they got so many apples. You got Honeycrisp, uh, Fuji. But but here, here's here's why I got Taylor. it because you've never you've never tasted something and not liked it and still and tasted it again. 
yeah. feel like everybody has. Just like you smell something that smells bad, and you know it smells bad, but you. Oh, oh! I see what you're saying. I thought, I thought you were saying like you give it another chance, like cause all, all blueberries ain't sweet. Nah, I, I like my blueberries a little sour. But I'm just, but you know what I'm saying. Though, like all fruit has different tastes depending on ripeness, etc. Like, cause Viv, Viv like hard tart mango. I like sweet soft. But and but I'm, but I'm saying uh, I'm saying though like you like you never just. Like me, I told you. I told you how I was watching P Valley. I knew I did. It got to a point where I did not, where I did not like the show. But I was like, "This is some. This is some bullshit. What is this?" And then I watched. And then I watched the next episode, knowing that I was not going to like it. All I could. All I could think about is fill me up, nigga. <laughs> you being like, I can't look away. <laughs> nah. Nah, that was that was crazy. That's why I know this next season, you can't wait for that next season. Nah, nah, for real, for real. I can't see any way possible that show getting another season. Like, there's, I can't see it. And, and, like, no, I, I went. That's just like Walking the Walking Dead. I was like, I could not watch another episode. Like, I will never watch an episode of Walking Dead again. I was like, these people ain't figured it out or died yet. <laughs> like every episode was the same, and I think The Walking Dead still comes on, bro. Mm. I mean, were they going like to season? Put people out. Like of business. everything else ended. Season season thirty two of of running away from walking zombies. And then, but at the beginning of The Walking Dead, they was like World War Z zombies. They running, they climbing, they opening doors and stuff. And I was like, oh, they had to change it because the show would have been over quick. Then it just turned into. Uh. I'm like, I could have sworn they was chasing the Asian guy, and he climbed up on top of an army tank, and they was climbing up on the tank, and hey, man. they was running up on the cars, reaching. We're going to name this episode Complacency. <laughs> the zombies got complacent. <laughs> nah, but 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 you've never you've never experienced something that you know that you're not. I feel like people do it all the time. Yeah, definitely people do it all the time. But and I'm not saying I don't like the Snapple apples. I just know the only reason I drink them is because it just tastes like a it tastes like a red apple, bro. And it just, in my head, I'd be like, how the hell did they get this to taste like a red apple? Amen. When anything flavored, just think of anything flavored, juices, candies, whatever, they don't taste like what it says it's flavored like. Yeah. The strawberry drink don't taste like a strawberry. At all. I I, I know not, I don't know any strawberry drink that tastes like a strawberry. Or candy. Like the strawberry starburst don't taste like the cherry stuff don't taste like no cherries. The grape stuff don't taste like no grapes. But the but the but the snapple apple tastes like a red apple. The mango snapple don't taste like no mango. The strawberry kiwi don't taste like no strawberry or kiwis. So your ex that doesn't like red apples, is she just drinking the snapple apples because she's like giving like is it just like a kudos 
purchase. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably just like probably just thinking like how how yeah, like kudos to y'all. Kudos. And then, and then one light, she just got a fridge full of Snapple apples. It would just be every blue month, like, or or the way that I am, if I'm grabbing, if it's random for me, like I know I don't grab them, and I grab a Snapple apple, I'm gonna grab two. So a lot of them she drank would just be because I just happened to grab one because I'm like, I see it, I'm like, man, let me grab a Snapple. Yeah. And I know I'm about to link with us, so I will just grab another. So it wasn't like she just weekly requests Snapple after Snapple app. <laughs> but even Snapple, they telling the story and they branding too. Like even though they not telling the story of how they make it the best stuff on earth, like it's still some type of story on the cat or like the, mm. the Snapple fat. Yeah. So it's like a, one of the things of opening the Snapple. And I even remember that story where I told you about the KFC and then going to Dollar Store to get the Snapple afterwards. Like one of the things, anticipation of me going was like, I wonder what the fat's going to be. Mm. So, y'all, look, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about right now. <laughs> I hope y'all got something from this episode. <laughs> I went somewhere with it. Moral of the story, tell your story. I tell your story, y'all. For real. Because because that story that you that story that and that struggle that you're wanting to keep a secret and not because you don't want anybody to see your battle wounds and your scars, that's what's going to change stuff for you. Because there's more wounded people in the world than than people that are not that have not gone through any battle at all. There's more people than you all will realize that are in your position and under your position than people that are above your position. And that stories, that stories what's gonna is what's gonna resonate with them and get them to tap in with you and get them to and build your and build your brand and build your your impact and build your influence along with your income. That story, and then it's like, and then, and then once you, and then once you do start to achieve some stuff, don't forget that, the aspect of it, because then you can move with a different sense of power. There's a book by Damon John called The Power of Broke. Damon John, if y'all don't know, he's a, he's on Shark Tank, creator of Fubu. Uh, does Damon John own Shopify, or did he sell it? But think of Shopify, that's Damon John too. I know. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he's something behind Shopify to funded it or help one of the partners to get it up or something. I don't know if he exited or not, but he got a book called The Power of Rope, and the whole book is just telling telling um, stories of different people and they come up stories. Mm -hmm. Like he's interviewing people, asking people stuff. So you got like. Rob Deerdeck, for example. Do you remember Robin B? Yeah, 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 for sure. Skateboard. Like Rob Deerdeck tells his story and like how he used he was telling how he got into his first skate tournament, like finessed it. He's like he, he used the power broke because a lot of people they don't realize that you not having money is a is a power. A lot of people they use them not having money as an excuse. Mm -hmm. But when you don't have money, then you have to really get creative. And utilize every and utilize every single 
resource that you possibly have because you don't have any money. So then what happens when you do get the money, if you still get that resourcefulness and use the power of broke, you're going to be a whole different beast out here. Because now you got the money and the creativity versus a lot of people, they just got money and they just throw money and everything until something sticks. Mm-hmm. Versus having that having that power of broke. And remember when, when you were a have not and now you are a have with money with that same mentality as the have nots. <coughs> Out of here, buddy. And then you don't forget that either, because 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 uh, because that's something else. Like that, I say you want to you want to train for war. You want to train for war in times of peace, so you don't bleed in times of war. Mm. So it's like even when you do become somebody that's that has something, if you still if you still can remember when you were have not and when you didn't have it. And all that creativity that you had to use as far as using every single possible resource when you had no money. If you still use that when you got the money, you ain't going to bleed. Or even if it does come to a point where it's like you you may have to, it's like you ain't going to you ain't going to trip because you prepared for it. That's that's why. uh you like Batman and Bane, The Dark Knight Rises. That's why Bat- Batman was out there getting his ass whooped at first. Oh yeah, because during the times of peace, he yeah he he wasn't training. Mm. So you gonna bleed when that war comes? It doesn't matter what our plan is. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but but you prepare for the war during the times of peace. I ain't saying you ain't going to bleed, but you, you you ain't going to bleed as much. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and join this crowd at the top community. Come join a, a group of hundreds of entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs and get training for myself and other six, seven, and eight-figure entrepreneurs for less than a dollar a day. Plus, you get uh, four months free if you sign up for a year. So, test the words I'm into 859-605-3297.